Well, hello everyone and welcome to the, of course, late nights of the Political Panda program. Happy second to last episode of the year. It's still kind of weird to think about that tomorrow, Friday, is the last episode for the year. I was planning on something insane, but ended up running into time constraints for it, so I'm terribly sorry. It will be a normal episode. I was really, really hoping to get uh, a thing happening for it, but was not able to get it in time, sadly, due to constraints. But, hey, it'll still be a fun end, as I have something else planned. I'm planning on doing something else tomorrow. Uh, a sort of, maybe do a little look back on the year, you know, because we talk about so much on this show, and we don't really look back to be like, oh my god, like, all of that happened, like, this year, you know, and so I'm planning a little look back, hopefully, for tomorrow, so uh, look forward to that, but let's focus on the here and now. There was no show yesterday, because, well, I needed to prepare for the holidays, you know, it's coming up next week, and i have gotten everything done, all the things are wrapped, everything is all good to go on my end, hopefully you have done so on your end, and, uh, you know, I feel like I, I feel like I missed something, you know, I feel like something went down yesterday that, uh, you know, maybe I missed, uh, I don't know what it could be though, and, uh, <laughs> there was, I guess, other things that happened too, but, before we get into probably the biggest story of the year, I've, I've probably said that multiple times throughout this year, but this is genuinely a first for the modern age. But before we get into that, I would like to officially apologize for something. No, not for the things I say on this show regularly, you know, and sort of, you know, my attitude on certain things. No, I would like to officially extend an apology to the people of Pennsylvania. I'm sorry for doubting your pick for senator of Pennsylvania. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm terribly sorry and I have made a severe lapse in judgment and that clearly I have messed up. Clearly I am the one who who judged too quickly. You know, maybe I should really let people heal because honestly I had never expected to sort of be on this side of the aisle, agreeing with this person, but yet, here we are. Now, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm of course talking about the one, the only, John Fetterman. Okay, if you don't know, last year, during the election, or, yeah, I think, like, during the election, he, John Fetterman had fully gone through a stroke. Like, he basically didn't look like he was going to actually be able to even serve, like, in the Senate. Like, he was completely... Like, he's like President Joe Biden right now. Just completely fucking brain dead, right? He had to have, like, a full-on iMac, like, centimeters from his face, basically, just to understand, you know, people in interviews. And there's all these different issues, right? And obviously, there's still issues I have with the guy, but all of a sudden, he's been healing and healing over the last year, right? And I keep seeing it pop up. I keep seeing it pop up. And every single one of us is just, we're in awe. We, we are in awe of Fetterman because we didn't expect this. No one on the right side of the aisle expected John Fetterman to just start saying the things he is. Because when he campaigned, he campaigned like a full, fr full like, for socialist, like as Bernie Sanders left as you can be. 
and yet now he's sounding more like an old school Democrat. What the fuck is going on? Like he has a great stance on Israel. <laughs> he's having all these like great stances now. Israel's like the main one because that's he, he's been trolling people by by with just you know <laughs> waving Israel Israel flags. I mean, in the clip I'm about to show you, he's straight up, you know has an Israel flag in the back of his office. Like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Anyway, uh, and now here is even John Fetterman going after TikTok for teaching kids, f you know, the wrong, like, wrong history that's just plain old wrong. In the Democratic Party, particularly among uh, young voters uh, when it comes to Israel's war against Hamas, 72% of young voters, according to this new poll, disapprove of how President Biden is handling the Israel-Hamas war. You've been very vocal in your full support for Israel. I see the Israeli flag behind you in your office there. You've been very clearly arguing that Hamas bears responsibility for the tragedy of what's going on in Gaza. Why do you think so many younger people, especially in your party, see it differently? I, I, really, I, really, don't, I really don't know. Uh, I, I do know that a lot of people are getting their perspective from TikTok. And I think if you're kind of getting your perspective on the world on TikTok, it's going to tend to be kind of warped or not reflective of the, the history and, and actually the way things absolutely are. And what is very clear is, is that Hamas started this and they actually broke the, the ceasefire and they attacked uh, and murdered uh, babies, children, women, uh, attacked a, a music uh, uh, concert and everything it's 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 outrageous and from from now on um, it's been very clear that that Israel would very much want there to be peace but they've made it very clear that after October 7th that that's just not possible so long as Hamas is allowed to uh, exist on immigration uh, which is a big uh, issue going on in the Senate right now you recently said quote yeah I'm just kidding you you thought you thought you get more no I'm just playing but I mean seriously what is up with him? What is happening? Okay, what the fuck is going on? All right, what is what is happening with John Fetterman? Okay, that's that. I feel like that was just me in that moment. Like what? What? what like I've I'm pretty sure I've said some of those same things on this show for the last almost two months since the attack. <laughs> what? Like besides the TikTok stuff, because I I've. Uh, I, I don't use TikTok. I I avoid it, right? I avoid it like the plague. Like the only things from TikTok I see are posted on like Twitter, right? Like I don't I don't I don't watch TikToks because I don't I don't have like TikTok is not on my phone, right? Like I don't I don't I don't use it. Okay, I, I I'm I'm even willing to be the kind of person to post their own screen time, being like, yeah, like I use like I'm I'm willing to admit right off the bat. I use both Twitter and Reddit too much, right? Like those are the two, and and YouTube. I, those are the three main apps on my phone that I use, like every single day. I don't uh, TikTok, not one of them. So honestly, though, John Fetterman, how how? Seriously, I I I would like to officially apologize to Pennsylvania. I I do. I would like to extend an olive branch, a, a peace treaty, something. I, I would just like to say that I am terribly, terribly sorry 
for for doubting your guys' pick. You know, clearly you guys you guys seen the light and seen the future before I could and um truly it is a judgment that I wish to never make again. Well, somehow some way on the day that I decide that hey, I really need to put in the time to get holiday stuff all planned out and done to make sure that I'm all prepared for next week is of course the day that the biggest story of the year decides to like one of the biggest stories of the year decides to just fall in everybody's lap what am I talking about you know what I'm talking about Colorado's Supreme Court has decided that for the betterment of democracy you know, we're going to remove Trump from the ballot. Now, the the sort of way that they're going about this and actually the sort of ruling on this and where it comes from in, like, the U.S. Constitution as an actual, like, thing, it doesn't work. And even by this own ruling, it violates it anyway because... <laughs> It violates it in the simple fact that there's been nothing done by Congress and passed in this sort of thing, so it already just doesn't work and doesn't fly. Trump is not—there is no conviction on Trump's part, no nothing, as well as the fact that this amendment was written for those in the Confederacy. And also, as we all know, and I will continue to say, Jan 6 was not an—if that's, an, that's what we're calling an insurrection— I, I'm, I'm seeing too many of those nowadays. Okay, I'm seeing an insurrection every few weeks with the amount of different protests inside of the Capitol building. Okay, there, there's an insurrection all the time. Okay, all the time. And also, Democrats, what, what are you guys doing? Okay, you guys got way too gung-ho and too happy about this stuff way too quickly. Way too quickly. You guys, you guys are, you guys are jumping the gun. Okay, the gun of, you know, your hate for Trump, is and your your PDS is so bad that you all early celebrated this one. Literally, as soon as the fucking actual ruling was dropped, instantly the Supreme Court was like, "Hmm, what's what? What are they doing over there?" Uh, so they just, uh, nope, nope, put a stay on it. We're, we're, no, we're, we're, we're putting in our ruling on this. Nope. Put a stay on it right fucking now. It is an indefinitely stayed. Yeah, this is not standing. Like, and now, now we have to wait because right now, right here, if, if the Supreme Court doesn't universally strike down this ruling get ready it is going to be a fucking bloodbath next year okay it already was but it, it is going to be the fact that nobody and i mean nobody is going to accept either one okay because trump's case this time around for overall election meddling is significantly stronger okay he has significantly stronger of a case. I mean, they're literally making Trump's campaign for him. Okay? They're making it for him. The Democrats are making his own campaign. Okay? They're fueling his ego. Okay? 
Trump is seen as such a threat to the Democratic Party as a whole that they, they're trying to basically Abraham Lincoln him off the ballot. If, if you don't know, the last GOP slash person to be removed from the ballot this way was Abraham Lincoln. You guys are <laughs> you guys are playing with fire here. Like it's you've picked up the flamethrower while it is like bursting into flames because it's been spewing out flames for so long. Like it's called like you you're catching yourselves on fire here. You've played with a game so dangerous. Okay, now you guys are causing now Republicans to start to look at ways to remove Biden from like this. We we are down the slippery slope of just garbage town, right? I think now Colorado's own Republican Party isn't going to be hosting uh, primaries at all if this continues to stand. It, it won't. We all know the Supreme Court is going to strike it down, but it all comes down to the ruling. Because we know right off the bat, the six conservative justices on the Supreme Court, it's not going to fly, right? Or I should say, yeah, the six. Yes. Like, it's not, it's not going to fly. They're all going to look at each other. Like, it's just, it's not going to fly. It's really going to come down to the Democratic ones. And it, it, if it goes the other way, it will be a bloodbath. Because on both sides, it's going to be a denial of the election. It's going to be stolen. It's, it's what is going to happen. This is, uh, of course... There isn't. Uh, there are some that are a little more fascist and jealous of others. If you're, you know, maybe the California lieutenant governor, then you know maybe you're a little jealous of uh, of of Colorado beating you to the punch. And here's the thing. I'm gonna be really, really honest. As a human being who's accepted the kind of things where, where, where we are in terms of some political places on the, on, on the world stage and the U.S. stage at this point, the national stage, um, if Trump is removed from the California primary ballot to even just the ballot in 2024, I'm going to be honest, it's not going to make a difference. And you might be saying, well, what do you mean by that? How, how is it not going to make a difference? Trump wasn't going to win the state of California anyway. Like, the last one to do that was Ronald Reagan. And the only reason basically came down to the fact that he was once the governor of the state, plus California wasn't that, you know, wasn't full-scale as crazy then back in, you know, 1980. I know that seems so long ago now, but yet still so close. So, uh, you know, but, you know, explore every, you know, legal option to remove him from the ballot. Okay. And? Trump wasn't going to win. You know, honestly, it just exposes you to silliness by doing this. You, you just look silly for even bothering to try because... Are you really like are you so are is is Biden doing so bad of a job that even in probably the most liberal state 
of all liberal states. California, if in California you need to remove Trump from the ballot, I really think that should say something about Biden's, you know, overall job. Speaking of Biden, how uh, how, how is he, you know, feeling about this news? You know, what, what did President uh, Brandon, Dark Brandon, what did he have to say about uh, our, his good buddy, uh, Donald Trump, the only reason he is still currently running for president? Why is, Don, why is Joe Biden, what is his response? Trump an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think it's certainly self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, or let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway, I've got to go do this. Hey, wait, is, do, are we expecting a hostage deal anytime soon? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you know, he does have time for a few more questions. So you can't expect it soon, guys. But also, but also, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, he did, he did, except for the part when he said peaceful. Everybody's forgetting the words peaceful. Uh, peaceful. Uh, hey, hey Joe Biden, I, I, I am going to go out of order for the first time in a while, because uh, I feel like it's going to tie into that clip very well. Um, you know, is there a hostage deal coming? Yeah, of course. You know, but um, there are some that are just left behind. And there are some that, you know, shouldn't be left behind. You know, you would think that when you're a person, a part of the U.S. military, you know, when you're a, a Marine, you know, a, a, for, a former Marine, you would maybe f be a kind of big priority to, you know, maybe bring back to the United States. And, you know, you've been there for quite some time now. And that... I mean, you know, it's it's only been five years and, and counting. You know, I feel like this is maybe, you know, a both a Trump and a Biden fault here. I mean, Trump had clearly opportune time to, to get this done, and Biden's had time to get this done. But don't worry, it, it's fine. You know, abandoned service members. You know, I'm... Uh, I mean, seriously, uh, why, why, why is, why is he still there? Um, I, I get that he may have committed espionage here in another country, but why, why is, why, why is he still here? I mean, you know, think about it. They swapped Brittany Griner, a person who had not even been in the country for that long, for the Merchant of Death. Worthy trade, worthy, worthy trade. You know, not the not the U.S. Marine. The U.S. WNBA star Brittany Griner. Sure, it was worth it. I'm sure it was worth it. So, what the the capital is just a gay sex club i'm i'm sorry to say it it is just a gay sex club at this point okay we're now at 2 okay like 
if I had a nickel for every time that there was gay sex being filmed inside the U.S. Capitol and then it, you know, gets released out into the public, I would have two nickels. And now, it's not a lot, but it's weird that it has happened twice, okay? And it hasn't even, it's not even been two weeks. What the fuck is going on, okay? Can we, can we not have, can we not have one? Like, like one was already enough, okay? I, I've, I've seen, like, that image of a dude bent over Amy Klobuchar's desk inside of the Senate hearing room is burned into my mind, and I, I would really rather not. Okay, I really, really not. Well, apparently now, uh, there's now new ones. Uh, apparently, though, uh, the publication decided not to name uh, that the, the person was in the video and said that he was informed by a congressman that the investigation found no evidence to the allegation, but it was clear, though, that it was, in fact, a second set of capital sex videos. Which circulated on Snapchat. So this is this is even from last year. So that so this is now one that's being found. Uh, apparently, uh, it was provided with a recordings from a source that showed a man masturbating inside a house office building, uh, which was identified by the standard Capitol House uh, furniture and like, carpeting. Uh, I just. Uh, cool. Cool. We're now at two. Two now that we've we've discovered. How many how many more? Huh? How 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 many more? Is is this is this what those backroom deals are like? Is that is that what they are? Is it just dudes fucking each other in the butt? Like is is that is that what Congress is? You just fuck each other in the butt and then deals get made? Is this is this what's happening now? Is this what we use the staffers for? Like what? What the fuck is going on in here? Okay, what? We we are in a fucking clown circus. A, a really really gay clown circus, clearly. Ah man. Well, you know, at least this time we don't have the photos of it or any video as of right now. At least I'm not aware of any, but I'm gonna guess that there's somebody that has found it. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that it's somewhere, but I'm glad that it's not as big as the, the other one, because I don't need another image like that burned into my memory, because that would be gross, and I don't want that. Well, the Middle East is uh, still interesting, as, uh, of course... Hilariously, the head of Kamal Aldwin Hospital in northern Gaza has admitted that he is a Hamas operative and that the terrorist organization uses the hospital for military operations, meaning that it's completely open to be completely bombed and destroyed into the ground. Okay, In the actual Geneva Convention, if a place is being used as an actual military operations place and it's being disguised as, you know, a hospital, you can't technically do that and it's completely fair for the other side uh the enemy to completely bomb the shit out of you for using it as a military target yeah so this all comes from a uh, idf interrogation video of the chief of the hospital 
uh, in where the IDF forces have taken control of the hospital last week. He identified himself as a senior Hamas official, holding the equivalent rank of Brigadier General. He joined the terrorist group back in 2010 and underwent military training. So... So, you know, it's great to that we get confirmation that, you know, we of what we've already known for quite some time about all this stuff. And that, you know, it's good to know. Uh, it's uh, very, very great. Uh, as well as, funny enough, he also then condemned Hamas operatives of coward who hide in secret places while allowing civilians to pay the price for Hamas's terrorism. So, you know, great uh, great work to the IDF. And, uh, you know, congrats, uh, congrats to this guy for not being immediately shot on sight. Congrats to him. And, well, our military has got to be home to some of the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet. Okay, so if you're not up to date with the Houthi pirates versus, you know, literally the most powerful fucking military force this planet has ever fucking seen... We are now alarmed by money, apparently. You know, the country who, by the way, in uh, this administration has spent the most amount of fucking money since ever. We've now all of a sudden become very concerned by the fact that, you know, we're using a $2 million missile versus some $2,000 drones. Now, the thing about this that I just have to ask is... Okay, do you guys just not carry, like, cheaper ammunition on board a ship? Do you not have weapons that maybe don't have guns that cost that much money to fire? I'm, I'm lost here. And also, why is this an issue at this point? I don't... Is, has war ever been a profitable thing for the government? I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe for, you know, Lockheed Martin and others, sure, but, uh... I mean, I, I just, I'm not, yes, the, the world's most powerful navy is, is now concerned about money against a group of fucking pirates that are literally attacking ships and that are straight up having to, I just, uh, I just, uh, man. Why is this so... By the way, the funny thing is, the Houthi pirates' immediate response to the overall coalition made by all these countries against them is they immediately were just like, yeah, we're going to keep doing it anyway. So um, I think we have full-scale reason to just completely, um, you know, destroy them into the ground. With any means necessary at this point. I think that's a, a worthy cause at this point. But hey, that's a... That's just me. Well, the media are starting to whatever reason turn on... On, on Claudia Gay. I don't... I don't know why they're turning on Miss Gay now, or Claudine, I should say, Claudine Gay. I mean, 
literally yesterday, this was Jake Tapper's opening story of the night. And it's now there's even articles coming out from the New York Times. What did this woman do behind the scenes? International lead is Harvard University really holding its president, Claudine Gay, Dr. Claudine Gay, to the same standards when it comes to the plagiarism that it would uh, assail for students committing the same offense? You might recall Dr. Gay, along with the presidents of MIT and Penn, giving generally seen as disastrous testimony on Capitol Hill earlier this month. They failed to explicitly say that calling for the genocide of Jews on campus would violate their campus's codes of conduct. Now, that, as well as Gay's commitment to progressive policies, have made her many right-wing enemies who have recently raised issues about her scholarship. But regardless of the provenance of these allegations, there is also the matter of whether or not they're true. Harvard's top governing body said a review revealed, quote, inadequate citations by Dr. Gay in a few instances, but, quote, no violation of Harvard's standards for research misconduct, unquote. Now, Harvard's guide on sourcing says this on plagiarism, quote, in academic writing, it is considered plagiarism to draw any idea or any language from someone else without adequately crediting that source in your paper, unquote. Now, critics of Dr. Gay and Harvard's review of the allegations say that there is a double standard going on here. Yeah, um, but because there is. By the way, you want to know how easy it was for her to not plagiarize the thing she did? All she had to do was like add the quotation marks and the correct stuff to it, and it would have been completely fine. Like I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Her plagiarism is actually such an easy correction that it could, that genuinely she could actually just give the excuse that she just forgot to put them in and just never noticed. But nope. Nope, she, uh, of course, is now getting all turned on because she must have done something behind the scenes because now they've completely turned on her. Completely. Hilariously. And they should. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to have this absolutely horrific person be the president of what should be, you know, the most prestigious college in America that now... Honestly, if you're going there, it, it's it's kind of like an you. It's like, oh, you went to Harvard, ugh, you know, like, yeah, no. I think I think I'm good. I even if I liked college, I don't think I'd want to go to uh, Harvard. You know, the place with the rated now the worst, uh, sort of freedoms and freedom of speech in the entire u university system. So, in probably one of the funniest stories of today, the pharmacy company Rite Aid was using facial recognition systems to identify shoppers that were previously deemed unlikely to engage in shoplifting. Uh, and, well, hilariously, it apparently... And it did this without consent customer consent and it misidentified people particularly women in black uh, latino or asian people on numerous occasions according to a new settlement with the FT uh, ftc uh the actual <laughs> then the funniest part about this is that they are now no longer allowed to use any of this stuff in their stores for the next five years so <laughs> yes they put it in their stores and funny part about it they completely just 
misidentified those people as oh yeah they're 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 likely shoplifters yes the <laughs> i guess the facial recognition software is now racist i don't know if i'd consider it racist by the fact that it started to pick up patterns on who was coming into the store and stealing cuz feel like it's probably figured out a pretty solid pattern uh if it's figured out that and i mean obviously it's not right to you know sort of generalize those things but um it, it did and it had to get it from somewhere you know i don't think a racist just programmed the right aid face uh, face stuff to actually just not i'm pretty sure it's a cut and dry solution on what exactly happened here. I mean, seriously. <laughs> quite uh, quite interesting. Yes, uh, the the racist thing to obviously. Obviously. And well, finally, there is some good news. There are some... Uh, we're getting even more and more closer to a a energy a very bright energy future with nuclear fusion as scientists were able to successfully replicate the historic nuclear fusion breakthrough three times uh this is fantastic news uh and it is truly another step in the right direction to fully bringing nuclear to bringing fusion energy and nuclear fusion to the world and the masses now if you're not if you haven't been following nuclear fusion like i am extremely closely nuclear fusion is the end of all energy it is the last kind of energy this world will need as it can provide near limitless and source of clean energy it is clean energy, it's no CO2, no polluting, no nonsense, so it's climate-friendly if you're into that stuff, but it also is, it is just, and an, lots of energy can be gained from this, and can be used to heat all of our homes, can be used to light our lights, to be used to keep our computers running, to keep all of our, all of our world running, can be all run through this technology and as we continue to advance this more and more and we start making even more and more progress we are getting closer and it is an exciting development because for me i do see a reason of yes there is a good reason to eventually stop burning fossil fuels not just for the planet but for our collective you know nose holes breathing that stuff in not good for you so i the idea that we're getting more and more closer to nuclear fusion is fantastic and this is genuine good news as the more good news and the better progress we keep making the more likelihood that we can maybe get this technology to be deployed even faster and we can maybe stop getting to the point of worrying about our energy capacity here in not only just the u.s but around the world. So it is another fantastic development. And I'm, of course, going to be continuing to follow this stuff very, very closely. Well, 
If you did go on to enjoy today's program, hopefully you did, please do consider subscribing, following on Twitter and True Social, and you can check out all of the articles down below in the description. And of course, have a uh, good rest of your evening, and I'll see you tomorrow.